Happy New Year, everyone. I'm Sarah, the writer and host of We Wonder. Although it's Epiphany, and I've only just taken down my Christmas decorations, we're already hard at work planning another season of We Wonder for Lent. And we'd love your help. We've put together a short survey. It'll only take two or three minutes of your time. And if you'll share your thoughts, you'll be entered to win a set of Jesse Tree ornaments using the symbol art from our Advent season, printed on a lovely heavy-duty cardstock. We'll also include a booklet of the meditations and the prayers from the season. Children can take the survey, too. My own kids were eager to grab my iPad and let me know what they thought. You can find the link to the survey in today's show notes and at our website, wewonderpod.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at wewonderpod, to find the link in the bio, or check us out on Facebook. Thanks so much. I can't wait to hear from you. And now, We Wonder, Epiphany. Welcome to We Wonder. Today is January 6th, which is a special and important day. It is the Feast of the Epiphany. And so we have a special Epiphany episode just for today. Do you know what the word epiphany means? It comes from a Greek word that means to reveal or to bring to light. Sometimes in the ancient world, people use that word in stories about the Greek gods appearing among people. In epiphany, we see that Jesus is God. Come to live among us. We watch Jesus to see what God's glory and character are like. And during Epiphany, we see that Jesus is not someone hidden away for only the good people or the right people to find. Jesus is the light that bursts into our world, shining with God's glory and love for everyone. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will never walk in darkness. They will have that light. They will have life. Thanks be to God. The scripture for today is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2. I'm going to tell you the story in my own words, and you can also go and read Matthew's words for yourself. Can we make our hearts quiet? as we listen to the story that Jesus' followers around the world will hear today. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, Herod was the king over the area. He ruled in Jerusalem. At the same time, there were wise and learned men who lived in a far country away to the east. They were not Jews, but they studied the stars and the night sky and they searched for wisdom. They wanted to know about the world, about what was right and good and true. Around the time of Jesus' birth, they saw a star rise that seemed full of promise and wonderful news. Somewhere in the land of the Jews, a king was born who would bring blessing to the whole world. These wise, learned men 
packed up precious gifts and set out on a long, hard journey across the desert to find the king. They left behind their civilized, cultured homes. They left behind their books and their families and everything that was comfortable and familiar. They traveled west into the desert where the sand is always shifting and you can only find your way by closely watching the sky. Finally, they came out of the barren land and into the Jordan Valley. Where would they find the King of the Jews? The best place to start was probably Jerusalem. Jerusalem, the city that David built, the city of the temple, where people from all over came to worship the one God. The city that the Queen of Sheba had visited so long ago that prophets promised would someday be full of God's glory, that today held the palace and the new temple built by Herod the Great. That was where they would go. The wise men traveled up the great hill of Zion and through the city gates. They made directly for Herod's palace, and as they went, they asked everyone they saw, where is the new king who has been born? Where can we find the baby? Who will be the king of the Jews? We saw his star rise in the east, and we have traveled long and far so that we can honor him. Well, there was already a king in Jerusalem, and he wasn't particularly glad to hear that strangers were traveling through his land, looking for a king he hadn't heard about and following a star he hadn't noticed. In fact, the Bible tells us that he was greatly disturbed, and all of Jerusalem along with him. Another way to put it is that he was shaken up, inside out and upside down, angry and afraid. You see, here's the thing about Herod. He may have been Herod the Great, the king of the Jews, but he wasn't even really Jewish. He was an Idumean, which means he was from up north, near Samaria. That was close enough for the Romans, who put him on the throne. But every Jewish person who read the scriptures and remembered the stories knew that the true king God had promised so long ago would come from David's family. Herod may have had the Roman soldiers on his side, but many of his people were waiting for a king with God on his side. If a king like that showed up, how many people would still follow Herod? He could be overthrown. No more Herod the Great. And Herod had no intention of being Herod the Dead or Herod the Defeated. So he called his own wise men, his scribes, and men who studied the scriptures. Where, he asked them, is the king of the Jews supposed to be born anyway? They opened their scrolls and ran their fingers down the ancient prophecies. In Bethlehem, they said, David's city. Don't you remember what the prophet said? You, Bethlehem, down in Judah, 
you are not the smallest or least important. David was the youngest of Jesse's son, but he was the king. And from Bethlehem again will come a ruler, a great king and shepherd who will care for all of Israel. Hmm, said Herod. Bethlehem. All right, find the wise men. He had the wise men brought to him in secret. He gave them food and wine and treated them with respect. Tell me, said Herod, all about this fascinating star. When did it appear? How quickly did it rise? Tell me everything. I'm dying to know. And they told him, when they had first spotted it, how they began to understand what it meant, how old the child must be now, how much they wanted to find him and bring him gifts. Oh, said Herod, then you must go to Bethlehem. That's where all the stories say a king will be born. Surprising, I know, it's just a village off in Judah, nothing like Jerusalem. But there you have it. Oh, and can you do something for me? I know you'll search high and low for this child. It's so very important to find him. Once you do, come back here and let me know where he is. I want to go and honor him too. When they had heard Herod out, the wise men set off. As they came out of Jerusalem's gates and looked over the plain, there it was, the star, the one they had seen, rising in the east. Now it rose in the sky and shone with clear brightness over the place where the child was. The wise men were beside themselves with joy and hurried quickly off into the night. They found a house bathed in starlight. Going inside, they found a young child with his mother, Mary. Immediately, they all went down on their knees to honor and adore him. Then they unpacked the treasure chests they had brought along and gave him gifts fit for a king. Gold, luminous and bright, Mary had most likely never seen or owned such a beautiful gift. And it would be helpful in the coming dark days when she and Joseph would have to flee for their lives. Frankincense, a rich and valuable resin that was burned for its scent. It came from the bark of a tree that only grew far away to the south and the east, and it was expensive and hard to get. Frankincense was the same spice that was burned in the temple in Jerusalem. Its smoke and scent went upwards, just like the prayers of God's people. Only high priests and kings ever used frankincense. And myrrh, another rich and fragrant oil. It was pulled from the sap of a different kind of tree, and it was used to make rare and valuable perfumes. Myrrh could also be used as a powerful medicine and was sometimes given to people who were dying to block out the pain. And because myrrh had a smell people liked, they often used it as an oil to rub on people who had died. Strange. The wise men who visited the child Jesus brought him the same oil that women would later bring to rub into his body after he died. After they gave him their gifts, the wise men had a strange dream. When they woke, they knew they must not go back to Jerusalem or tell Herod where to find the child. Instead, they returned to their far country by a different road. 
I wonder what it was like to go home, back where everything was familiar, after that long journey and meeting that child. Was life the same as it had been before? Let's get ready to wonder about God's good words together. Can we make some quiet space inside our hearts? Take a deep breath. As the breath comes into my body, I ask God's spirit to be at home inside of me. As I breathe out, I remember that I am surrounded by God's love. Breathe in. Come, Holy Spirit. Breathe out. I am loved. God is here with each of us right now. God gave us these good words from Matthew. What does God have to say to me in these words? What do I have to say to God? Can we meet God right now as we wonder together? I wonder what the wise men saw in the light of that star that captured their hearts so that they followed it on such a long journey. what the wise men saw in the face of the child Jesus that brought them to their knees. Have I ever felt the light of God's love shine on me so powerfully that I wanted to kneel or give gifts or sing with joy? Can I ask God right now to help me see that love in Jesus' face? The Gospel of John tells us that in Jesus, God's light is shining in the darkness, and the darkness cannot put it out. Where do I need to see God's light and love shining today? Do I need that light in my heart, in my thoughts, in my family, in my school? Can I believe that Jesus shines God's love into the world and that the light of that love will never go out, even in the darkest, saddest places? What do I want to say to God about that? Will you pray with me? Today's prayer is led by Annabelle, and it's a responsive prayer. Feel free to join us as we respond to God in your love with Hear Our Prayer.
God of peace. In the name of Jesus, who came as the light of the world, we pray that your light will shine in the world and the darkness will not overcome it. God, in your love, hear our prayer. God of hope, in the name of Jesus, whose first crib was the animal's feed trough, we pray for everyone who does not have a warm place to sleep or enough food to eat. Please provide and use our offerings in our lives to share your love. God, in your love, hear our prayer. God of joy, in the name of Jesus who came to live among us, light up our hearts and our lives so that we will be full of your life. God, in your love, hear our prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. We Wonder is written and hosted by me, Sarah Dahl, and is produced by Richard Clark. For more information about We Wonder, go to wewonderpod.com, or you can stay connected on Instagram and Twitter at wewonderpod. Stay tuned for another season coming in Lent, beginning on February 26th. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next month.